Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. Lou Elizondo hasn't really been that active in the public in the past six months or so, uh, but he did uh, show up on Twitter recently and uh, assure us that there are things coming down the pike. Uh, on uh, Yesterday, on October 13th, he said, he, he tweeted out, uh, Howdy folks, just a quick update for you to consider. Please know that ongoing efforts are underway that will reveal themselves by early to mid-2024. At the risk of haters trying to sabotage our efforts, I can't be precise at this time. But if you have learned anything over the last five years, I never make empty promises. Trust me, this will be worth it. Special thanks to Chris Mellon and Drake J. Stratton. So basically what he's saying here is something is going to come down the pike again uh, early 2024, mid-2024. Now this is different. Now we had a re- recent, I, recently I did a podcast where Ross Coltart, Australian uh, investigator, uh, he stated that uh, in 12 to 18 months something is going to happen, that the world will know the truth about the extraterrestrial presence that is on this world. Uh, and now we have Lou Elizondo. He doesn't say specifically what he's talking about. There's no specifics here. He just says, please know that ongoing efforts are underway that will reveal themselves by early to mid-2024. I don't know what that means, uh, so it's not really clear. And he says here, uh, he doesn't want, he can't be precise for whatever reason, uh, but there are things he says that are going to happen in 2024, and I guess we'll have to see. Again, I think this is, if he's talking about some sort of disclosure, uh, that's different than what Ross Coltart has been talking about. Uh, so Ross Ross is saying 12 to 18 months. Lou Elizondo is saying early 2024, mid-2024. So that's interesting. Uh, anyway, he did receive some uh, pushback on this. There was somebody on Twitter who said to him, uh, this guy's name is ADW Zoe. It is now 10-13-2023. We still have no proof, literally zero. You had a small window where you had the public, me included. That window is closed now. No one believes it. These are just words. So there are some people out there who doubt uh, Lou Elizondo and what he's trying to say, uh, that something will happen in 2024. Um, And actually, uh, Rob Sheridan, who's uh, very active on UFO Twitter, uh, asked this person, Zoe, ADW Zoe, how how is it closed? The NDAA has yet to be passed. Uh, Rob is talking about the National Defense Authorization Act for 2024, which includes language uh, that would, uh, additional language that will basically uh, help disclosure, the, the, Chuck, the Chuck Schumer Amendment, that which we talked about in previous podcasts. That's what he's talking about. And ADW Zoe responded, it's closed to the public. You had their attention for the summer. Nothing came of it. No proof. So now the public even thinks it's more crud that it was, than it was. So the only way to get them back is with proof. More books, documentaries, miniseries, Twitter posts, blurry videos, and promises of things to come are going to get you all laughed at again. I am not your enemy, as I always state. I want this to be true, but I am a realist. So ADW Zoe is uh, upset. Uh, he's, he's not, now this person's not a big Twitter user, but I, I'm pointing him out because actually Lou Elizondo responded to this, uh, what he just stated here. Lou, Lou, uh, Lou Elizondo stated yesterday, uh, let's see, uh, th- and he has a list of things here that has happened over the past uh, five years. He says, let's see, the Department of Defense admits UAP are real and a f- when a flight safety issue. Two, an office is set up to analyze UAP. Three, legislation was passed twice. 
Four, whistleblower protection is now real. Five, former senior got officials to admit UAP are real. Six, international community are now engaged. And seven, you have public hearings, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, you're right. No progress. Maybe you could do better. So I guess I'll lose through it back in uh, ADW Zoe's face, uh, that there have been things that have gotten done over the past five, six years, uh, which is very true. I mean, we really had nothing going on, uh, until the end of 2017 with the emergence of Elizondo, along with those leaked Pentagon UFO videos. If it wasn't for that, that was what got the ball rolling on this, uh, that, that started this whole, uh, that, that led to what we are seeing this, this year, the David Grush, assertions the the hearings the the bills that are getting passed the 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 national defense authorization act for next year last year we had the whistleblower protection now we have some more uh uh legislation that's going to get passed that's that's designed to try to pry away information or uh, actual evidence from private contractors that might be keeping uh uh extraterrestrial craft that was recovered uh, secret. Uh, there's there's a lot of things things in the works. So Elizondo is correct, and you know a lot of times, pe- even myself, I'm guilty of it. I I have no patience. My patience with this subject, as everyone knows, is extremely limited. I mean, extremely limited. I I like as someone who has gone through life, uh, uh, knowing that there's an extraterrestrial presence here, and to hear people from uh, the, our government continually lie year in year out about this and scoff at it and laugh at it, even though I know that it's real and there's something going on, and that there is a presence here for certainly no no question about it whatsoever. Um, you know, it is frustrating. So yeah, I understand. In one respect, I do understand ADW Zoe because he's tired of the. Uh, of the cover-up and and this how long it's taking like he'd rather he sounds like someone who just wants to have the band-aid ripped off but uh you got to give it to people like lou elizondo christopher mellon because they are they have caused things to happen if it wasn't for these guys i know they get a lot of flack you know from the for a lot of different people out there uh give give them a lot of even a lot of people in the ufo community uh, are sick of it they're sick of waiting and 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 they target these people as the as the blame when really when you really think about it uh, how could we be blaming these people they're the ones who got this thing going uh, if it wasn't for those people we would not be where we are right now so that's all i got to say about that i'm i'm uh, it's nice to see lou elizondo commenting on twitter again uh on things like uh, t- about what's happening uh, it's, and it's good to see him responding to comments like that were pro- comments like that what w- what was provided by ADW Zoe it's nice to see that yeah and he does make some good points but yeah a lot of us are frustrated and we will get there i i think at some point we're going to get there one way or another at some point i don't know how i mean whether it's through uh these uh bills the legislation through the arrow office whatever at some point something's going to happen in the future we'll finally get there and uh, and Lou Elizondo and Christopher Mellon, among others, are going to be uh, people that w- have helped to cause this to, to to help us get to that point. So yeah, I, I'm you got to give them credit, definitely, no question about it. But yeah, at, at the same time, people are could get frustrated over this. Uh, yeah, and I'm fr- I'm frustrated. I'm not frustrated with I, personally. I'm not frustrated with the Lou Elizondos of the world or the Christopher Mellons or the or the David Grushes. I, I'm just frustrated with the slow process, this slow disclosure. It's like uh, it's slower than molasses in January. It seems like it's it's moving that slow. I just don't like it. You know, I want to get there already. I want more information. I want to know what the government knows already. 
I'm, and I'm sure it's not. They, they don't know enough. That's one thing I'm certain of. They couldn't. There's no way anybody could know enough. Uh, but they know more than we do, and we want we put the public deserves to uh, have access to that information, and more importantly, the scientific community uh, needs to have access to that information. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, uh, moving on. I want to talk about something that uh, uh, happened just recently. The um, I, I don't know if, if some some of you out there, I'm sure, have heard about there was a, a Bigfoot sighting uh, uh, and captured with on video and also pictures uh, in Colorado. And uh, this happened. It was actually reported on October 10th on Facebook. There were some people uh, that uh, there was a person, Shannon Parker. Uh, she released uh, 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 a video and some pictures that were taken while her and uh, uh, her friend Stetson Tyler were on a train uh, along with some other people that had witnessed this. They saw this Bigfoot just walking out in the wild and then it blended itself in uh, with the terrain. And uh, it's very compelling. Uh, some people are think, think it's a hoax, uh, but uh, I'm not sure. We have, I just like to talk about this. Anyway, this is what she posted on Facebook. It says, it's story time, y'all. On Sunday, October 8th, 2023, Stetson Tyler and I took the narrow gauge train ride from Durango to Silverton. After leaving Colorado, after leaving Silverton and heading back to Durango, I asked Stetson to help me look for elk in the mountains. As we are passing by the mountains, Stetson sees something moving and then says, I think it's Bigfoot. Brandon, the guy sitting next to Stetson on the train, grabs his phone and starts recording. Meanwhile, I am trying to get a photo on my camera. Below is the video Brandon got and the photos I took. Y'all, out of the hundreds of people on the train, three or four of us actually saw, as Stetson says in the video, the, the ever-elusive creature Bigfoot. I don't know about y'all, but we, but we believe. Uh, and it is a very compelling video, I must say. I've, I've, I mean, this is... This is going to be something that's going to be a lot of people who study Bigfoot are going to be study, looking at this and thinking that this could be possibly real. Of course, there's already, as always, uh, the doubters, and we're going to get into that a little bit. But, you know, I had the video here for, you know, people who are listening. Basically, what you see is in this open terrain uh, among some brush on, like, low to the ground brush on the ground, you see this Bigfoot traipsing around. It looks like it could be real. I don't know. And uh, it's a short video. It was taken from far away. Uh, and this video that I have uh, showing right now, for those who can't see it, who are listening to the podcast, it's, I mean, you, I'll leave links here so you can check it out later on. I'll leave links to the Facebook page where you can see the series of videos as well as the, uh, some of the pictures uh, that were taken of this thing. It looks like it could be the real deal, and, or maybe not. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's up to, what, what is your opinion on this? 
Uh, but anyway, uh, I want to uh, talk about this further. There was an article here from USA Today, and I got to—I have to take issue here with the headline that they use. The headline see, says, feels like a hoax, in quotes, and then it says, purported Bigfoot video from Colorado attracts skeptics' believers. You know, I, I guess I, the, the problem I have with this, it could be a hoax, right? But I don't see, there, there's no evidence to this whatsoever at this point, really. Uh, but And to use a headline like that, you basically call it, it basically makes puts the idea in someone's head right off the get-go that, oh, this is probably a hoax then. Now, I, I, I didn't see this article i saw the video first on, on youtube i'm sure a lot of you out there have already seen this so some some people have seen this and uh and and the reason i bring i'm, I'm talking about bigfoot i know that there's some people out there who don't like me talking about bigfoot on on my uh podcast where i i'm mostly just talking about ufos all the time however there are some cases that involve bigfoot and ufos and i'm going to cover some of them later on uh, but before we do i want to go through this usa today article and and uh and talk about it as we go through. It says a couple of a couple vacation in, in a couple vacationing in Colorado think they captured video evidence to prove once and for all that Bigfoot creatures do indeed walk among us. Shannon and Stetson Parker had been scanning the mountains for elk during a sightseeing railway tour this week in southwest Colorado when they saw something else instead. Their walking among the tall grass and rolling landscape was what appeared to be a tall furry brown creature it didn't take much for the parkers to conclude what it was they were seeing stetson sees something moving and then says i think it's bigfoot shannon wrote in a post on facebook shannon scrambled to snap some photos of the beast while a man sitting next to her and her husband recorded a video of the figure as it crouched down amid the brush and it continues here it says shannon shared the videos and photos on facebook along with her account of what occurred kicking off a social media fervor this week as people weighed in on whether what they saw was legitimate um continuing here it says not the first time sasquatch sighting has been reported in this area the alleged sighting of the elusive cryptid took place sunday as shannon and stetson parker were taking a ride through the san juan mountains on the way to durango from silverton it was at least six seven feet or taller shannon told the new york post it matched the sage in the mountain so much that he's like camouflage when crouching down yeah i mean basically he's you can see this being walking in this video then uh, it looks like it, it notices the train going by in the distance and it looks like it crouches down and it actually blends in really well with the, with the landscape. I mean, you, you, I mean, if that thing wasn't moving first, you, nobody probably would have noticed it. Uh, and I wonder, it makes me wonder if that's the case. A lot of times, you know, people do see Bigfoot sometimes. I met someone, uh, I, I interviewed someone It was over 20 years ago now, I guess it was in 1999. And this person had encountered a Bigfoot back in the mid-1970s in Pennsylvania, and this person was completely believable. I believe this guy because the story, uh, he didn't. He was very reluctant to tell it at first, and then I, I kept prodding him, and then he told the story, and I, I had it in the newspaper. I was working at a newspaper for in Hazleton, Pennsylvania at the time called The Standard Speaker. And it was a very believable story, and, and, and there's thousands of stories like this oh i mean con there's a it's still it's happening all the time but you have to wonder you know yesterday i was out i was driving somewhere and i in pennsylvania here and there's a lot of mountains and woods and forests i mean it's rare in some parts of this state it's it's there's there's nobody it's no person is you, you will find no human beings at all and just lots of dense forests. and i was driving through this curvy road and, and and on both sides of me was this dense forest and anything could have been in there and I wouldn't have noticed it 
if something's hiding in there blending in with the landscape you it's be hard to see just i think that's why it's so elusive this these creatures are living out if they are real i think that they are um if they're out there in the wild that you know they're at they're better at living in the wild than a human being is right so i think that they have that that's why they're hard to spot hard to capture hard to do anything with and it's hard to they're hard to prove obviously it's been going on a long time but this was to me was very compelling footage could it turn out to be a hoax i guess it could you never know but anyway, continuing, it says here, it's not the first time that an alleged Sasquatch has been sighted in those mountains, which, which are located in the San Juan National Forest. Four Bigfoot sightings have been reported since 1989 in San Juan County, according to the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. The most recent sighting was in 2008, when a hiker chasing after his three children on a trail outside Durango reported spotting a large, hairy figure walking on two legs that could have been up to nine feet tall. Uh, and then it continues here. Was it a hoax? Some expressed skepticism of the sighting, but not all are convinced that what the people witnessed was authentic. Skeptics on Reddit speculated that the sighting could have been a hoax perpetrated by the nearby Silverton-based RV company Sasquatch Expedition Campers. The company, however, is denying involvement. We, the Sasquatch crew, feel compelled to address recent allegations and rumors that have been circulating, suggesting our involvement in the train sighting. The company wrote Thursday in a Facebook post, we want to make it unequivocally clear it wasn't us. If the denial seems hard to buy, it might be intentional on the part of the so-called Sasquatch crew. Written as if with a nudge and a wink, the statement was accompanied by imagery of clumpy dark fur, as well as a photo of a person wearing Sasquatch hands and feet while working on a camper. Well, I don't see what... The, okay, let me just stop there for a second. Okay, they're called, the com- companies has Sasquatch in their name, right? So, okay, they're going to have Sasquatch hands and feet uh, on on hand for their advertisements and whatnot. So I don't see how that could be... How, you know, you're going to accuse this company of, of causing the hoax. Maybe they did, but right out of the gate, you're saying that these people caused the hoax. So basically what the, what, what the hoax... What the... Some skeptics are saying is that this this company actually sent somebody up in this area hoping that people on the train would see it out in the middle of the wild in the middle of nowhere and maybe some people in the seat would would see it well if that were the case i I would have thought that the thing would have kept on walking i mean rather than just crouching down after noticing the train why would it crouch down why would a person crouch down after noticing the train if you're trying to pull off a publicity stunt so that's the issue i have with that that's one of the issues i have with it Anyway, continuing here, it says, capitalizing on the publicity, the company also posted a promotion for new social media followers to be entered into a drawing to win free t-shirts. But if the campaign company wasn't behind the hoax, some uh, some skeptics suspect someone else was. Primatologist Marira Mayer, a researcher on the Travel Channel's docuseries Expedition Bigfoot, took to Instagram to express her skepticism of the sighting's validity. Uh... What kind of suspect, what's kind of suspect is, yes, this is a remote area. However, there are scheduled trains that come through here, Mayor said in the video. Anyone who wanted to pull off a hoax, which is, of course, unfortunate, would know that there would be a train full of passengers very excited about the sighting of something unusual, something that looks like an elusive creature trying to blend in with the environment. The quality of the video itself became degraded because it was recorded from such a distance, making it difficult, Mayor said, to gauge the size of the figure. However, what Mayor could observe allowed her con- to conclude that it was likely a human in an ill-fitting suit. I don't know. Let me stop there. I don't know how anybody can conclude that. 
I don't know how you could anybody can conclude that that was a, a person in a suit. They just got done saying that it was uh, too far away uh, to really the the you know the camera the recording itself was degraded because it was so far away. So how could you make how could you ascertain anything? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I just don't see how you can make that determination. It could. I just don't know. But anyway, this is the part I like here. This is the part I want to really wanted to point out. It says to me. This feels like a hoax. The movement of this individual is so human-like that there's not the least animal quality about it, Mir said. It almost looked like a thin individual wearing a suit that was far too big. Okay, let me just stop there for a second. It feels like a hoax. Feels. Uh, you know, I, again, I don't know. It's just somebody who just doesn't want to. I mean, I, I, it could be. I'm not saying it's not, but I think I don't know how you could just call something a hoax without doing some investigation, uh, aka the uh, Las Vegas alien story. I mean, the, the, nobody does investigation. Instead, they sit back on their armchairs and they just make these proclamations. I think it's a hoax. To me, it feels like a hoax. It's too human-like. Well, isn't that the whole thing with Bigfoot? It's half ape, half human. Isn't that the big thing with it? I mean, it is. It does. It's walking on two feet, right? Isn't that what humans do? So it is. That, that's what that that's big, Bigfoot's mo. That, wait, what's that? That's what makes it Bigfoot. That what's that makes it so mysterious and interesting. So I, that's the part I don't. I don't get when people have their, their feelings. I have. I have a feeling this one's a hoax. How do you have a feeling? I mean, the chances there was only four. There was the, the train was filled with people. Only four people saw the the creature moving. What kind of hoax is that? It doesn't. To me, it doesn't. I don't know. I, I could be. I'm not saying it's not. It could be, but at the same time, there's there's aspects to this story here and aspects to this incident that tell me that maybe it's not a hoax. And and by the way, there were sightings of Bigfoot in that area before, over, for years. Uh, continuing here, but as for Shannon and Stetson Parker, the couple is convinced that what remains for many a creature of myth is now an undeniable reality. Y'all, out of the hundreds of people on the train, three or four of us actually saw it, she wrote in the Facebook post. I don't know about y'all, but we believe. So there you go. Uh, yeah, I don't know about y'all either, but I think uh, before any, I mean, the, the come from the person mayor, the investigator who's on the travel channel, maybe she should go out there and do some investigation. You know, check out to see if there's any footprints. They know exactly where the area is before calling it hoax from an armchair. I mean, go and do some investigations. That's what should happen here. If, if, if any scientist worth their salt, right, would be out there doing that right now. There must be some footprints, perhaps, right, somewhere. There must be some evidence. Maybe there's some fur that could be collected. You know exactly where the thing was. Go check it out. It's before calling it a hoax. What kind of science is this? I mean, this is the kind of stuff that drives me crazy uh, in the UFO, uh, on the UFO topic when it comes to uh, scientists, where they don't do any science, they don't do any investigation, right? But then they have the audacity to sit back and call something a hoax before they even really look into it. That video footage, for anybody who looks at that, is extremely compelling. Anyway, um, now I want to talk about move on, and now I'm going to combine bigfoot and ufos because there have been many incidents over the decades uh, of sightings particularly in the 1970s and actually here right here in the state of pennsylvania there was quite a few different sightings that involved both bigfoot and uh extraterrestrials apparently ufos uh, and now i've talked about this before and and some of the cases there was a case in uh 1973 in, in greensburg pennsylvania where uh, there were three women driving in a car who 
saw a landed triangular craft with a with a, a landing gate. This was in September of 1973, with a, with a, a ramp opened up and three seven foot tall Bigfoot came running out of it and ran off into the woods. And these three people reported this story at the time, and it was a big deal because this was one of many li very like sightings at the time. Like, you have to wonder what's going on with that. Um, uh, I, I hear I have a, a lot of different theories, and I'll, I guess we'll talk about it uh, as we move forward here. But here was an article uh, that I dug up uh, online. This was uh, the PA UFO Bigfoot Invasion of 1973. Uh, basically what it's called is a double flap. People are seeing Bigfoot and UFOs at the same time, and it seemed to be happening in this section of western Pennsylvania throughout the year of 1973. Well, I'll leave a link for this whole article so you can check it out. A lot of this stuff was investigated by Stan Gordon, uh, a, a researcher here in Pennsylvania. Of course, a lot of people have, I have read his books. He's uh, very, uh, he's somebody who, he's the guy who inve investigated the Kecksburg incident, uh, he's very intelligent on this subject and he does a lot of research and uh, has a lot of books out there. But anyway, in this article, it says here, March 1973 is specifically why ufologists call the invasion a double flap. Three separate incidents involving UFOs and Bigfoot occurred, the first of which took per place in Greensburg. Around a This is a different case now. This is different than the one I was just talking about. Uh, around a dozen residents reported Bigfoots between 8 and 10 feet tall, walking out of a UFO hovering in a field, using the beam the craft projected downward like they were a set of stairs. After that, in the borough of Beaver in Beaver County, a father and his teenage son, along with a classmate of the latter's, were hiking through the woods. At one point, the father was in front, within shouting distance of the boys. The trail they were on had just entered an open grassy area, broken up by lines of trees. As the boys walked, they saw something back away from, from the trail, a Bigfoot. This Bigfoot was walking parallel to them in the same direction and holding a luminescent orb. The father, meanwhile, was glued in place, watching a UFO hover in the next patch of field over from the Bigfoot. As the son turned as quietly as possible in place to try and signal his father, he saw the UFO, and that's when he realized the Bigfoot was headed for the craft. Suddenly, the UFO jittered, drifted left as it, as it made a humming sound, then zipped away. The Bigfoot, who was up to that point, who up to that point only had eyes for the orb, looked wildly about at that moment before letting out a strange, high-pitched scream. The Bigfoot then fled in the direction the UFO had gone until it was just a screaming dot on the horizon. Now that's very strange, very strange. What in the world it was going on? Now, and there's a lot of stories like this. I don't think these people were making them up. Uh, continuing here, the last incident in 1973, this time in North Union in Fayette County, involved a father and son who were out bird hunting. The two saw a spherical UFO land in a fenced-off field in front of them, and venturing closer, they soon noticed a Bigfoot with brown fur walking along the fence line. Curiously, this Bigfoot walked in a stiff, almost robotic way, which stood in stark contrast to the loping gait others had observed. Also, with the help of binoculars, the father made out that this Bigfoot had green eyes which glowed. The father and son up to this point hadn't been spotted, even though they were now just a stone's throw away from the creature. A split second later, the Bigfoot stopped walking, turned in their direction, and locked eyes with the father who stood dead still. 
Funny enough, the Bigfoot looked annoyed, resigned even, as if to shame these hairless apes for interrupting them getting their steps in. The father, snapping out of it, raised his gun and fired twice, to no effect. The Bigfoot appeared untouched by the bullets and resumed walking nonchalantly along the fence. At that point, the father and son ran off to get the police, and a very reluctant state trooper did indeed return with them hours later. By then, the UFO and Bigfoot had vanished, though they did find, in addition to bullet casings from the gun, a gently glowing ring of matted down grass where the duo believed the craft had set down. Uh, now, I'm not going to read the rest of this. I'll leave the article here for you to check out for yourself. But I guess uh, what in the world is going on here with Bigfoot and UFOs in these in some of these cases? Um, now, I know a lot of people out there have trouble believing that there could be Bigfoot creatures out there walking the, the you know, in, in the woods, in the mountains, wherever. Uh, a lot of well, these sightings are not just... Uh, they're not just localized to the Pacific Northwest like a lot of people believe. Of course, they're they're here all the way in Pennsylvania. They're all over the country, in fact, all over the United States. They, they seem to, and in other countries, some people uh, come across these creatures like that, like this. Uh, but then you have to wonder what's going on with these UFOs and and Bigfoot at the same time. What in the world is happening? I think what could be happening is that although it might be difficult for the human race to uh, find a, a Bigfoot creature, we have, for if they do exist, I think that they do. It doesn't make me right. I think that they exist, and I think there's a lot of evidence out there that uh, that leans to that direction, that they, that they are real. I believe that the Patterson-Gimlin footage from 1967 is authentic. Uh, doesn't make me right, of course. Uh, but I think we are. I, I think there could be something out there. I, that's my belief. I believe that they are. That there are these are these creatures. We have trouble finding them because they are experts at living in in the wild. We we are not not anymore anyway. Maybe at some point back in the past, for all we know, we might be we might come from Bigfoot creatures. That's why that that might be our ancestors. Uh, for all we know. Um, but what if the, these. But but I don't think beings from another world that have technology that's incredibly advanced, right? Uh, I don't think that they would have no problem finding anything they want here, right? Although we don't have we although we don't have the technology right now to prove the existence of Bigfoot. Obviously, if we did have the technology, we would have done it so already. I, I, that doesn't mean that these creatures coming from other planets. Uh, that doesn't mean that they don't have the technology. They obviously do. And maybe what what's happening in some of these cases. Uh, is that these beings come down and, and just like they examine us and do medical procedures on human beings, maybe they're doing the same thing here to these uh, Bigfoot creatures. That could be what's going on here. So, uh, yeah, that's my belief. It's it's very possible that... Uh, uh, or, or, hey, some other people have suggested too, I've heard suggestions that maybe these Bigfoot creatures are actually from outer space themselves. Maybe they're coming from other planets. I, don't, I have trouble believing that one. I don't think that's the case. Uh, I think that they are uh, most likely uh, they are already here and maybe that's where we for all we know what what really could be happening here is that uh, maybe uh, who knows how many millions hundreds million years ago in some point in our evolution maybe at some point we were Bigfoot we what we human beings used to be were actually these Bigfoot creatures right and these aliens found us a long time ago and started uh playing high, uh, playing games with our dna and they created us we're we're the result millions of tens of millions of years later this is the result right that could be the case too who knows something to think about anyway i want to say uh thank you for joining me until next time